Welcome to the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast series, where entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes talk about their journey, from starting and all the shit they had to go through to get where they are today. Please spread the love, write us a review. We want to help as many entrepreneurs and people as we can with advice from industry experts. Now, here's your host, president and founder of Adapting Social, John A. Vaguero. What is up, everybody? My name is John Vaguero. This is Above Average Driven Millennials. And with me today, I have the CEO of Titanium Fitness with me. My man, what is up? What's up, Mike? What's, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on here. Of course, bro. For people out there who don't know who Titanium Fit is, tell us right now in a nutshell. All right, guys. So uh, Titanium Fitness is a clothing fitness lifestyle brand that I created in November of 2016. Currently 20 years old. Uh, we've got a team of 300 ambassadors on our on our team Titanium. We call it basically their sales representatives. They're people who believe in our brand. They're people who help us spread the brand. And uh, yeah, we're creating high quality clothing and we've got a community that surrounds us. And we're just trying to create the best fitness lifestyle brand in the game. Mike, you got 300 ambassadors? Yeah, we, it's, it's around 310 right now, all throughout the U.S., and I've got a couple abroad as well. Let's go! Yeah, that's, dude, it's, it's been a hell of a journey, that's for sure. So, so first and foremost, all right, so that's fucking awesome. So how did you get started? So, yeah, I think this is probably the number one question that a lot of people ask me, and on my Instagram, too. Um, I'm growing my personal brand as well on my Instagram, just yep. so people can follow me, follow the journey. Um, just hit over 10K, which is pretty awesome as well. Yep. Um, so the reason that I started this brand is uh, I've, been, I've always been involved in like fitness, healthy lifestyle, kind of sharing this persona that like, hey, like if you're healthy, you're like living a good life, positivity, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I wanted, I had a bunch of buddies of mine that we were all working out at the time and I wanted to create like a shirt that just said like titanium on it with like a USA flag. And I wanted to like have something sweet that we could all like rock in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I bought a hundred t-shirts, pretty much just started that up, wanted to sell it to friends, family. Ended up selling 100 t-shirts in two weeks, and I was pretty much like, you know what? Let's take it another step. Bought hats, t-shirts, tanks, and literally, I mean, we got it to where we are now. Is it? It's just been a chain snowball effect. That's fucking awesome, man. And then the whole goal wasn't to really just sell the t-shirts after that. I mean, the t-shirts was kind of a stepping stone. So it's like, hey, we sold those 100 t-shirts. Like, let's see where we can take it from here. Right. Um, so I wanted to build this whole community of people where we've got Facebook platform. Where everybody can like connect on, um, we share goals, nutrition ideas. I mean, we do tons of giveaways. I mean, I reach out to small businesses, and we've worked with probably, I'd say, fifty plus small businesses. So it's like we're not only helping our team, but we're helping a ton of all businesses as well. Right, that's awesome, man. What yeah. would you What would you say separates you from the other fitness lifestyle brands? I would say definitely that community. I mean, a lot of brands are really only focused on profits, right. and like that's all they're focused on. So like us, it's like yeah, like. We've got really nice stuff that we produce, and like we only like will produce stuff that we personally wear. So like, like right now, I would say, I mean, this kind of goes into another question. Like our biggest like weakness right now would be our ladies department, but it's like because I'm a guy, I want to create all the best like guy stuff. Right. right. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. Going into 2019, we're already doing it with our manufacturer right now. Um, we're trying to create like a bomb ladies like outfit, like a whole entire line. Right now, we've got a couple items, but. I would say that that is exactly like he's messaging me right now. Uh, we, we've been talking back and forth every single day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of to get back to the question here, it's just, it, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but just having that community behind us has been the best thing that we could have ever done on the team. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And so what, what, what is it that drives you, Mike? Why, why do you get up every day to do this? I mean, you're 20. When I started adapting social, I just turned 17. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't like, you know, I didn't go to college. I never went to college. Um, so for me, I just kind of started my, my journey, my, my, you know, my, my entrepreneurship journey early on. What, what is it that makes you wake up every day and get after it? Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm still in college right now. I'm going to University of Michigan studying marketing. Okay. And um, I've been doing this, like I said, since November of 2016. But I think that makes me get up and push me is, first of all, my family. I mean, I can't thank them for everything that they've given me. And then also this community. And then I've got a bunch of buddies of mine. And then it's that same thing. It's that personal brand. It's that mindset that, hey, when I'm in the gym, I've got guys that I don't even know that are coming up to me and asking me, like, hey, are you the guy that created Titanium? And it's like, holy cow, dude, like, this is getting out there. Or it's when you're on vacation in Florida and you walk past a person that's wearing your shirt. Yeah, that's you that's the that real person. that's the real deal, dude. That's the best. And, it, and it's like, dude, what like what are you wearing right now? And they and like they obviously like knew who I was because like I mean I would say my face is on a lot of stuff. Which any young entrepreneur, anytime you're creating a brand, I think the person who creates it or the community who creates it should be all over it because people connect one on one with the owner or the entrepreneur or the founder. Um, so I think the thing that drives me is just the fact that. People say you can't do it as well because I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say that the fitness clothing industry is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. The amount of time that people have told me that is like insane because it's like, well, it's obviously not oversaturated if like we're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand there's a lot of clothing brands, but you got to figure out what's going to make you different than everyone else. And the reason that we have that Team Titanium, that ambassador program, the way that we do the giveaways, the way that we have our team members on our team. That's what makes us different. That's and a, that's what makes us different every single launch. Right. That's a you know? that's that's a limiting belief that too many fucking business owners are are entrepreneurs have is the fact that they think that a, a market is oversaturated, so they don't do it. It's an excuse. Yeah. It's a reason. Listen, in my industry, I must see it, the difference between your industry and my industry is my fucking industry. I have fake robots calling small businesses every single day. I'm sure you get phone calls from fucking fake Google numbers saying your Google listing is expired or this or this, that. Like I I live in a very oversaturated world right now where it's like ridiculous. If you go to any networking events, the only people you meet are real estate agents and, and, you know, digital marketing people now. And so the biggest thing though is that it doesn't mean that there's not enough fish to go around. And that's the, that's the worst thing that people think. They limit their beliefs to think that there's not enough out there. It's oversaturated. But if you do something different, if you have a bigger mission than yourself, because people, the one thing that you got really, really good, Mike, that, that, I, that I actually really like to hear is the fact that, you know, you're focused on the community and not just brand, 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 profit, profit, profit. And yeah. that's where people fuck up. When you, when you focus on people, that's where you win. Yeah. So I also do just to kind of get off on here a little bit. I also help out like smaller brands like starting up because I mean, yeah, as you can imagine, like taking the scale from where we have when we started to where we are now, I get a ton of like questions and like, how did you start? Like, how can I start? I'm trying to start my clothing brand. So my goal is to like help other people as well. Like it's not just to kind of focus on myself. I want to help other brands and help other and not even just clothing brands, but just other brands start in general. So I do a bunch of e-com marketing as well. Um, So when people come to me and they ask me how to start, I'll completely help them out. Like, hey, this is exactly what you need to do to start. Like, if you follow these steps. But the problem a lot of people have is they think they think tunnel vision. They think small term. It's like they think they're going to make a thousand dollars in a night, or or like twenty thousand dollars in like three four months. It's not going to happen like that. It's totally long term. Oh, dude, that's the biggest fucking problem. Yeah. When businesses fail, it's it's lack of vision and it's lack of longevity because 
again, just to give you some background on me, because I know obviously you don't know the whole my whole story. Yeah. But, so just so we have understand my whole story. So I started adapting social when I just turned 17 years old in my parents' basement, and the major objective was to help my parents pay their mortgage off. I come, I'm the oldest of five. I come from a family that you know is not financially crushing it by any means. So I had to get in and try to help my family somehow, some way. And then this 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 little thing that I created started to actually become real. And it was like, wow. And the first year in business, dude, I made four grand in one whole year, which is fucking nothing. People people spend that in a weekend now. And so the biggest the biggest thing though is that when you're hungry. And you're foolish. Listen, every entrepreneur, if you're an actual entrepreneur, you are fucked up in the head. Like, I'm fucked up in the head, dude. I'm up, like, this morning I was up at the gym at 5 a.m. I was there at 5, done in and out, had my whole day ready going, had my inbox cleared, had my whole day started. Like, by the time I'm talking to you right now, dude, I got so much shit done. And my yeah. competitors are just fucking waking up right now, Mike. So, so for me, when I started, it, that, that hunger that I had was ridiculous. And yeah. 4K a, a year to me, to most people, if I went to college, graduated, had a degree, had all sorts of different things and was educated formally on marketing, this is that, which I can go on a whole rant about, by the way. But the biggest thing is that I would have said to myself, well, this is a fucking flop. Um, I'm not going to do this. But I looked at the long term perspective. It's not just about right now. And, and that's what I do for the five companies that I own. It's not just about today or it's not just about I'm going to have a shitty day or shitty week or shitty month. Dude, some people have fucking terrible years. I've had two, three years in the beginning that were terrible, but every fucking day I learned from it. So it started from just me, my own, me be my, my, you know, one man band um, for the first few years. And then now today, you know, we have right under almost, you know, 50 full-time people. Um, wow, nice. We have an office in Soho, New York, and then also in Jersey and Asbury, in Asbury Park. So with us, and we service clients in five countries around the world today. So the biggest, the biggest thing is understanding that like I started somewhere and boom, now I saw a little bit of success, but the one thing, and this is the most important thing for success with anybody. Listen, I'm still, I'm only 27 years old now, so I'm still a fucking kid in the, in the world of business. But the one thing I've learned in a decade is that it's about, it's about maintaining your hunger because it's easy when you see success, like as I, as I scaled my company, as I, as I got more people on and better people and bigger clients and they're paying more money and they're doing bigger things, you start to get comfortable. It's a natural instinct. You're going to get comfortable. And for anybody listening, that's the biggest thing. When you start to have success, success gets stale after a while. When people just are consistently successful, shit gets stale, man. And that's why it's like with maintaining a level of constant hunger is what separates people who are multi-multi-millionaires and people are multi-multi-billionaires. And I was this weekend, I was just at a Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event. And it was completely ridiculous on how I, you know, he had a few people come in. And this one guy, uh, his, name, his name was Mike Melio, for anybody who wants to look him up. Um, but he was homeless. Uh, and this guy's like probably like in his 50s now. But he was homeless when he was like 17 years old in California. And fast forward, one of his bosses like that he got a telemarketing job from threw him a book uh, called Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins and said, you need to read this, Mike. And, um, and he picked up the book, read it, got so motivated by it, actually started to change the way that, you know, he did things and, and stopped his limiting beliefs. And fast forward to today, he's a hundred million dollar company. He has two private jets. He literally has four houses. He has three Ferraris. He has a Lamborghini. Like the dude is the def- he's the pure example that if you are hungry enough, 
and you maintain that level of hunger, nothing will stop you unless you get comfortable because you're, you're, you're the only like us as an entrepreneur, anybody listening who is an entrepreneur or wants to do one, we are the only limiting force in our lives. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And so that's, and that's, that's essentially how everything got started. And just so you know, too, so adapting social, what we do for our clients, we're building, you know, their websites, their e-com, we're doing their apps, their software development, you know, their social media, their marketing, we're doing all their um, graphic design, email marketing. So essentially we come in for our clients and we're doing, we're running the show for them essentially. And we're taking everything off their plate and they have five dedicated experts. So that's what we do for our clients. And, you know, and that's essentially how everything got started, man. And, um, you know, and this is for me, I, I love this shit because I love connecting with entrepreneurs. That's what I live for. Mm-hmm. I live to be in a community with people who are willing to miss birthdays, you know, fucking weddings, this, this, that, because they, they need to get after what they're doing and risk everything. Like yeah. I, I literally have a client who, um, they both were on the same baseball team in college and, uh, from, from thrive sports, shout out to them. And, but they came on my podcast and they were talking about how they literally were just fed up with their jobs, both in the medical field. Um, and, uh, and they said, fuck it. Literally one about to get married, one, um, you know, moving out and like bought their first house, jumped into this business, had no, like just knew they were going to get it, you know? And, and part of, and part of being, you know, a successful entrepreneur is taking the fucking island and burning the boats, meaning there's no plan B. Like it's I'm, the risk. Yeah. It's, it's the risk. It's like I'm going there. I'm plan A is taking the island. Fuck the yep. boats. We're burning the boats, and that's what they did. And what was really honorable is that they weren't like our age. Like you're young. Worst case scenario, you're back in your parents' house. You know, I'm 27. Worst case scenario, I could probably do the same thing. But the yeah. biggest thing is, you know, these people are older than us, and they had you know marriage and this and houses and shit and all this crazy stuff. Right now, they took the leap. And fucking, uh, they didn't know how they were going to make their mortgage payments. And they luckily slowly got a couple clients and then started being able to pay shit off. But that's the fucking crazy fucked up part about entrepreneurs that like, that I live for. So it's really awesome to hear that. And so one thing I want to ask you is, so you're going to college still, right? And yeah, you're, yep. go, you're going for a market. Are you going for a marketing degree? Yeah, marketing degree. Okay. Do you actually see the shit you're learning like helpful to what you're doing? <laughs> That's uh this is a whole nother topic we can talk about here, but I would say well I guess to, I'll answer that question in one second. But the reason I was it's kinda of funny that you just mentioned the medical field because when I when I was in high school, like that's all my mind was set on was going to become an anesthesiologist, right? Uh-huh. And a lot of kids wanna like they see the money on that, but I actually saw the value in like helping people and whatever. I ended up taking a class in my senior year. It's called a VEI Entrepreneurship. For those of you who know what it is, Virtual Enterprise International. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically like a fake class that you created a whole company and then you like picked a product, you sold the product or sold the line of products, and then you went down to a trade show. We ended up going down to Tennessee and you compete against these other schools. Um, so that kind of got me into the mindset of like, hey, this is like an actual like real like field that I could go into. And I was the CEO of the class. And uh, I basically ran like whatever, 30 students. And that's what kind of brought my whole mindset into like, this is, this is absolutely unbelievable. Like you get to basically guide an entire class to success, selling products to other companies and competing to be the best. Right. And our company ended up going down there and we won the trade show or whatever it was. And it was pretty awesome. So it kind of transformed my mindset into going into something that I wanted to do. So that's when I chose, ended up doing marketing and then I created Titanium and 
and I've learned so much doing titanium that college for me right now, I'm just doing it just to get that degree for myself. Mm. You know, I mean, I've got my parents that are, I, I would say pushing to get the degree and right. something, I mean, you want to have something to fall back on. Mm -hmm. Um, but to be completely honest with you, I, I think it's quite a bit of waste of time right now. And of course, I, I would say that because right now my mind's so focused on titanium and doing these other entrepreneurship marketing type style things on my own where I feel like I don't need the schooling. And and to be 100% truthful with you, I don't really think I do need it. And I think I could make it without it. But it's just one of those things where I can have something to fall back on if I do need to. And right. I'm already, I mean, I have a year and a half left. And another reason is I'm playing college soccer there. So it's something that I still love to do right. and the networks and the connections that I've made through that platform has also helped my business in like a couple other avenues as well. Fuck it. Dude, that's, so, that's, yeah. the, that's the one thing, dude, that I look at. I look at college for that. Like, listen, if somebody's going to school to be in the medical field or something like an attorney where it's like, if you don't have that degree, you cannot operate. Like, mm -hmm. makes sense to me. But like, listen, and this is my own, this is my own opinion and slash belief, right? That doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's my own opinion. But for yep. me, being, being in business for a decade and when I started, I was 17. Okay. Like literally like fucking, you know, I, I literally was like, you know, still wet behind the fucking ears, dude. No, like, and everybody could tell, like when I was, you know, closing new clients, how old are you? How old are you? Not one person has ever asked me, do I have a degree? And I've yep. sat in, and, and when I was like 18, 18 years old, I sat in on like a, a board for this uh, big wellness nonprofit with like doctors and, and attorneys and this and that. And still, to this day, nobody's ever asked me, well, where'd you go to school? And the biggest thing that I have, listen, I have interns that work, um, you know, right now, like at this point, we had 90 applicants that we're filtering through for our internship program for this upcoming uh, year. And... When, I'm, when I bring these interns in and they're talking to me about what they learned in marketing, the second I bring up Google AdWords or different things like that or SEO, they're like, what? what? They have no idea. They're, what the yeah. fuck? You, so that's what marketing is. So yeah. if, if they're not teaching you that, that is the, the world will only go in one direction. And it's going to be in the direction of digital marketing, billboards, yeah. shit like that. Listen, do, can they be effective? Yes. Can certain paper ads be effective? Yes. But... The biggest thing is that's where the world's going, dude. And and I'm I'm completely self-taught everything. Like YouTube and Google were my education. I'm just going out yeah. there and practicing. But the biggest thing is that like I like I'm a there's a there's a thing called a practical psychologist. I don't have a degree, but I can I can, you know, I can tell you a lot about psychology, especially in the marketing segment. And left brain, right brain is something that's very important. And anytime we're doing marketing, anybody who doesn't know who the fuck Mike is or titanium is. They're left brain, right? It's like you and I walking in New York. You ever been in New York, Mike? I have not gone. Oh my fucking goodness, bro. You got to get know, there, man. bro. What the fuck is that, that? That's that's like the one place I've not been. I know. I went to California last year. We go to Florida quite a bit. I, New York's on the bucket list for next year, 100%. You got to get there, man. But like I know. in any major city though, even in like Michigan or Detroit, like in New York at every fucking street corner, there's people with a flyer that wants you to go to a comedy club or see a bus tour. Like have you ever seen that? in Detroit yeah yeah so they're they're trying to sell you to go to this fucking whatever they're trying to get you to go to right and bottom line is when when somebody does that and you're walking down the street with your friends that you're the left side of your brain is telling you right then and there I don't know who the fuck you are and leave me alone right mm -hmm. that's the way that advertisements has has become especially because uh you know Instagram Facebook Google ads 
Any little small business owner now could jump on there and do it themselves and do a shitty quality ad that now floods the market. So speaking of flooding markets, that is the problem because now everybody could just make their own ads. And so the integrity of how ads should be are not the same anymore. There's no rules. Anybody could just make an ad. So everybody sees just ads, ads, ads for fitness, lifestyle, this, this, that. And I'm on the left side of my brain because I don't know who the fuck you are. And I know it's an ad now. I'm educated as a consumer. So the big thing that I've learned over the past decade and I've taught myself through psychology and this and that is validating the, the subconscious credibilities that consumers are looking for. And every consumer is looking to have those validated and they don't know they are. But there's four validations that they're looking for. And so the biggest thing is like college don't teach you that shit. Like they'll tell you basic psychology things and this and that and this color and that color. But, but the bottom line though is, is that that wealth of information is fucking out there, dude. It's, it's, it's on YouTube. It's online. It's out there. Yeah. And so like you said it yourself. Well, I don't know that it's necessarily productive, but you're doing it for a piece of paper. Like yeah. – does that piece like so? And I'm just curious, right? I'm just curious. I'm not challenging you, but I'm curious. What what does that piece of paper really mean to you? Is it mainly for your parents? Is that like the biggest thing? It's like you know, I want to make my parents happy, or like like what what is it that you're putting that time into? Because it's cool that you play soccer. The fact that you play soccer and like you're making those connections to me, I get it now. Because anytime somebody goes to college, I'm like, did you just go and throw up on yourself and hook up with girls? Or <laughs> were you there to actually connect with people that you can actually utilize in the future? So yeah, for you, no, what is that, that for? I would say that right there, what you just said, the connection for the networking in the future, that, that's pretty much the only reason why. You know what I mean? I think college is a bunch of bullshit that you have to take your first two years to prerequisites anyway. Right. It's because like we just did that in high school. We just did that on our own. Like why do I need to go to college and pay for something that I don't even want to go into? I think it's absolutely insane. It's fucking um, Another insane. thing is as a professor, like, I don't think they give a crap about like you or anything that you do at all. Like I mean – I, I just got done taking a statistics uh, test like last semester and it's like I understand like statistics are necessary because like you need you need to know what percentage you're putting to your Google AdWords and what percentage this but like you said you can right. learn that on YouTube right now without paying $1,500 of credit hour. Easy. You know? So <clears throat> I would say yeah it's for that piece of paper that everyone everyone talks about is like hey you need this and that but I agree with you is I think the times are changing. But again, I've, we've already got so much invested. I might as well finish this year and a half, be completely done, and then I'm full speed on everything. I'm already going to finish in three and a half years. So it's already – I mean I'm going to be 20, 21 when I finish college. And then I'm, the world is endless opportunity for me because of what we've already started as we are now. Right. And you, dude, you have to think about it like that already though because you're already doing it, dude. It's not like, it's not like you know, you're, you're, you're like the world's going to be endless because you're going to be able to start. Like you already started. The hardest part is oh, starting. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. And a ton of people are like, well, they'll ask you questions on like, how can I start? Or how can I start? And it's like, dude, just, just start. Like, you don't have to have the perfect plan on how to start. Did I no. think, like, did I think we were going to get to where we are now buying those hundred t-shirts? Like, dude, I was like pretty much going crazy, like spending whatever a thousand dollars on my first batch of t-shirts. It's like thousand dollars back then was like quite a bit of money. And now it's like, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, we're, we're ordering like thousands of t-shirts and thousands of items now. Right. So it's like to wrap your head around where we were and to where we are now is, is, is absolutely incredible. Oh, dude, game fucking changer, dude. And that's the biggest yeah. thing. And, and listen, college is always one of those topics where it's like, you know, listen, so, some people really believe college. The one thing you just said about the professors, that's what fucks with my mind, Mike. The yeah. biggest thing is like, I, so I attempted to go when I was still going, uh, when I was, again, I had adapting social, I had, you know, my little business going, but I went for marketing uh, to a county college here. 
Okay. And I only went specifically for this one, I'm sorry, yeah, two marketing classes. And so I went exactly, I would say probably for like maybe under, maybe just under a full semester, right? And, and I went because at the end of this semester, there was a project similar to what you said, where it's like, you have to start your own company and do a project around this company you're starting. So I was all in because I'm using my company. I want to use my company for this project. Mm-hmm. My teacher didn't, or my professor did not want me to use my company. He's like, you got to do something else. I'm like, why the fuck would I do something else? This is why I'm here. Fought with this guy literally for like days. Finally, he caved in and let me use my company, right? At the end, at the end of the project, you had, to, you had to like say it in front of the classroom. You had to have three people on your team that was doing everything with you. So I had people on my team. And at the end of my project, he gave us, he gave us a C and so that it wouldn't work. And that it's not a good enough plan. It's not a good enough strategy and blah, 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 right? There's so, your fuel. Oh, dude. Yeah, he was just putting coal in the fire. So, yeah. so he said that and I, I was like, fuck this. Like at the end of the day, I really believe the fact that if these people are here to mold people's minds, where the fuck do you come off being negative? Instead of being like, you know what? This is a great idea, John. But maybe you could think about something better because questions are what change our actual um, our mindsets. So when we're thinking about it, if he said, if he questioned me, instead of being like, it's not going to work, man, this isn't, you know, whatever the fuck he said. And then fast forward three years later, after I, after I I dropped out, I saw him at a trade show. And so I'm walking and at this time I was doing pretty damn well for myself. So I was walking and he came up to me, he came up to my booth and he was like, Hey, how's it going? You were in my class, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, what, like, what's, how, how are you doing? How's everything going? I was like, dude, I'm, I, I literally, it's so, it's so hard for me. Not like coming from, coming from nothing. Nobody ever gave me a dollar. Nobody ever invested in me. When you have that fucking level of like, fuck you asshole. Like, because I, nobody gave me anything. So I just, I wanted to fucking like almost spit in his face. I'm like, fuck you guy. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, I just said to him, you know what? We're doing really well. And, and this and that. And he's like, oh, well, I'm glad you're doing good. And I said to him, I and I said this to this fucking guy too. I was like, you know what? You, you essentially gave me a, a doubt. And if I wasn't so strong willed and if I wasn't so stubborn and if I wasn't so hungry, I might've listened to you. And you should never do that when you're trying to mold the minds of fucking kids that are going to go into the world. And that's the only problem I have with teachers, man. Because when you said that, I was like, come on. Like, they they don't care. They just worked up for you, yeah. Yeah. They they fucking, they're there to do a job, man. And so, and you know, Mike, and and what? So, so two things, because we're running out of time here. Yeah. One, where do you see titanium fit in the next five years? I see Titania fit with this with an insanely legit warehouse. I want to have a full warehouse where I can have people that are in there, where I can employ young entrepreneurs on their own, where we can have a creative space where everybody can come. Because I want to have my goal would be to have an, like a legit warehouse where in the back I've got all my stock, in the front I've got I've got office space where young entrepreneurs can come and they can create their own brands in there. We have like marketing segments where people come in and talk. We have like different like I think I've got this vision in my head like without kind of just on a little gist here, just like of having a creative space where young entrepreneurs can come create brands and we all kill it together. That's the goal. That's and awesome. I think it could, I think it could absolutely work. Not in my area right now. Um, because I'm not really sure where I'm going to end up in a year and a half, but definitely we're going to have a warehouse because we're out growing this upstairs here. Um, but definitely having a warehouse, 
um, website, obviously online marketing, like you said, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of cap on this real quick. It's kind of funny that you're talking about the ad spend and everything because dude, we have spent, I would say max of $300 on advertisements in mm-hmm. the last year and a half. We're, we're, we're like 100% organic. That's well, you have 300 ambassadors, dude. So like that's exactly. huge. And that's all pretty much free for. So like I said, doing that ambassador thing has been the greatest thing we have because not only are ambassadors are promoters and they're letting everyone else know, but they're also our customers. Right. And they're people that believe in our brand more than someone else. So our cost acquisition is insanely low versus right. a lot of companies where you got to spend $20 just to get someone to buy a $50 product. We spend basically $0 to get someone to buy zero to a $200 product. Right. Right. You know, that's, and that's fucking dude. That's, that's massive. So that, that's, that's the goal right now is to continue keep growing our ambassador team, keep getting people that are involved, keep, keep getting people that actually want to join our amazing community. And as we grow and grow, it's becoming easier and easier mm-hmm. because normally it'd be me going out to people saying, Hey, would you like to join our ambassador team? But now it's like, Hey, can I join your ambassador team? And that's all we can ask for. Right. Right. And you that's know? huge. Now they start, now it starts to change. The only thing I would say to any entrepreneur listening and also yourself is that I had the same, I had very similar goals when I was a little bit younger and the goals were again, bigger office space. And now we have one in Soho, New York. And now we have, uh, you know, over 5,000 square feet of a full, of a full uh, fifth floor, the top floor of the building that we're in in New Jersey. And the biggest thing that most people do is they get excited about the logistics. They get excited about the people, the space, the creativity. But the one thing you have to keep forefront is the profit, dude. Because oh, yeah. in business, it's never about what you make. Making money is easy. Making money is fucking easy. And the people who don't understand that aren't at the right, doing the right thing and they're not hungry enough. But making money is fucking easy. I can do it all day, 24-7, 365 in my, in my sleep. It's what you bleed. It's what you keep. So think, think strategically like that. And anybody listening, think that way because – for me, I've made a lot of mistakes spending because I wanted the, the cool shit and the nice office and all this crazy luxury shit. And, um, and I did that stuff. And then after I did that stuff, I was like, fuck, yo, where where'd all my money go? Sure. And, and you know what I'm saying? So like you have to build a real business and most people – and it took me a while to think like this because titanium, is that your baby? Yeah, 100%. That's your yeah. fucking baby, dude. You, 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 100%. You're yeah. fucking feeding that thing every day. You put it to bed. Same thing with, with adapting social. But as I started to grow new companies, the biggest thing you realize, and, and I, what I learned from you know virtual mentors, like I have like Tony Robbins and shit, is the biggest thing is that most, you, right now you, you are a small business owner, right? You're, self, you're self-employed. You're not, you're not a business owner, you're self-employed. So mm-hmm. you're working. But strategic business people, they build something, they make it a machine, and then they let the right people run it so they can do different things. And so- yeah. When, when you think about your plan, and I'm, again, I'm speaking to everybody here, make sure that you think that way. Like if I left today and did not come back to Adapting Social for a full month, there would be nothing wrong and everything would be smooth sailing and everything would be good to go. It's a well-oiled machine, but it took, a, it took time to get there. But, yeah, yep. but in my mind, I had to keep pivoting because I was, again, I wanted to be involved. I wanted to be on every phone call. I wanted to be part of everything. But you have to get, the, you have to get good people that you trust in the right places and have a good future for them as well. And then everything else happens from there. You know, and like when you look at Amazon, for instance, J- Jeff Bezos' off, uh, first office was, he was on a door, on a freaking door. That was his desk. Like his desk was legitimately on a fucking door. And this fucking guy literally was like getting the fuck after it, bro. Like, and he, nobody gave the fuck about like the cool spaces and this and that. 
So it's one of those things where it's like, I just want every entrepreneur to really think about the fact that it is really fucking cool to have all the, the sexy part of having a business, which is like, you, for you, the peak of the mountain is like the warehouse, the people, the creativity, but always first focus on profit. Because without profit, you're nothing. And yeah, it doesn't matter. All, all the time doesn't matter. You've got to still, you've got to create something for yourself and provide for yourself and your family and whoever you have. Exactly, bro. And yeah. last point, I would like to throw everybody on the spot with this one. What is, you, so I ask people this because it kind of tells you a lot about them, right? So okay. what is a life, what is it like a business slash life quote that really, really resonates with you? Oh, man. And you can't say live, laugh, love, Mike. I know you were thinking it. I, that, that was in the back of mind, but yeah. You know, I don't know if there's an actual particular quote, but I mean, there's always something that my buddy and I say. I've got like a business partner of mine that him and I, we, we contact every single day. We've got ideas that are bouncing, but it's it's always searching for the next opportunity. Mm. So whether that's within Titanium or whether that's outside of Titanium that could help Titanium somewhere else, it's right. you're always searching for that next opportunity and you're keeping that mind completely open. Because right. as soon as you shut down that barrier and that mind that, hey, we're good, we're doing okay, you stop the growth. Right. You right. know, so it's it's when you're searching for that next opportunity, you're looking for something that can absolutely take your brain and 10 exit. Right. I love that, dude. I love that. So I, that was my quote. I love it, dude. And mine, for all of our listeners that know mine already, bear with me. But everybody else, the biggest thing for me is when I first started when I was 17 and obviously progressed to 18, 19, 20. I wasn't living a great life in the beginning in terms of financially and things were hard. Rejection was hard, all this stuff, other stuff. And so I found a quote online and it really, really resonated with me. So I printed it out. I put it right next to my bed in my parents' house and I put it right next to my, uh, my little office basement in my parents' house. So when I woke up, I saw it. And when I was working, I saw it. And it, and it really fucking resonated with me. And it, was, and it is live a few years of your life like most people will not. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. And so when I looked at that, I was like, you know what? I have to struggle. I ha- this is part of the fucking – these are the ingredients to success. If I don't struggle, I won't learn from it and I won't grow from it and I won't be able to prepare and be ready for this fucking shit. So that – dude, that's, the, that's my whole life quote right there for anything that I'm doing. If I'm, try- if I'm in the gym, like, j- like real recently, I used to bodybuild, started my business – um, and once things really started taking off, I stopped. I just dropped. I just I just dropped it. Business came first, and I'm just getting back into it now. And just getting back into it, bro. Every day is a fucking struggle. Getting up. At, at, at Perfect. Like Let's get you on our team, brother. Exactly. So so every every day I wake up at five a.m. and it's like I'm at the gym and I'm fucking I'm exhausted. My my fucking arms. I can't, I'm like a T Rex right now. And the biggest and the biggest thing though is that like I know right now I have to struggle. And do what is necessary so that I don't have to. And I could look great and feel great and perform great. And so that with everywhere in my life, I apply those rules and those principles and that quote. And it's just, it's just been everything for me, man. So, um, you know, that's, that, that is what I really focus on. And I have that on my wall in my office. So, Love it, man. Love it. yeah. And so, all right, Mike, listen, thank you so much, brother, for being here today. I take, listen, I think time is one asset we never get back, right? So mm-hmm. you spending your time with us today. We had a nice little 30, 35 minute uh, podcast. Yep. I, uh, you know, I really appreciate it, man. And I think that, you know, you've added some great value to a lot of young entrepreneurs that are millennials too, that are uh, starting to grind. Thank you, man. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming on here. And like I said, I've checked out your website, checked out all your stuff. Absolutely amazing. I mean, the marketing, the design, all the features of it, spectacular. And I really appreciate you guys having me on the podcast this morning. Yeah, man. Listen, and just to end off, I like to say this to everybody, any guests, anybody, if I ever saw you on the street, Mike, 
This is always how I conversate because most people are fucking on autopilot. So for me, when I leave, I don't say I have a good day, you know, or I have an amazing day. For me, it's create an amazing day. And it's not about because autopilot is, oh, have a good day. Well, it's like, well, I'm not in control of that. But it's up to everybody. And, and, I, and my, whole, my segment is entrepreneurship. So anybody who's in a business, starting a business, whatever the fuck you're doing, you have, you're the pilot of your fucking life. Like it's up to you every day to either be, to have a happy day where you're in a beautiful state and you're enjoying your life, you're enjoying what you're doing, come hell or high water. Or you can look at the life, you know, half full and say, fuck, this sucks. Fuck, why me? You know, shit, it's raining, it's shitty weather. Or you can just create the fucking great day for yourself. Create a great day, create a great week, create a great life. And that's it. Positivity so, goes a long way, man. And you know it. Energy is everything, bro. So yep. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being on. And I'm actually, after we, after we stop this, I'm just going to chat with you for a few seconds. So thank you again, Mike. And Mike, wait, where can they find you? This is where you plug yourself, man. Where's your, yeah, absolutely. all the links. So all of our social platforms is at Titanium Fit Co. F-I-T-C-O, Titanium Fit Co. And then our website is www.titaniumfitco.com. And then you can find my Instagram at Mike Smith CEO. Boom. Mike, you're the man. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks.